electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor been talking about how Binance encourages users to use VPNs to get around the U.S. regulations. But at stake here is really what you're able to do in terms of crypto trading here in the U.S. and what you're able to do offshore. We know that regulators have made it more difficult to do certain things like trade crypto derivatives in the U.S. So Coinbase is not really positioned to let its users do that. But Binance certainly is. It is the world's largest exchange. It is located offshore. So it's subject to different regulations than U.S. exchanges, a Coinbase, for example. So the CFTC is basically saying that Binance is allowing and encouraging its users to use things like VPNs to get outside of U.S. jurisdiction and that Binance hasn't properly registered. Carl mentioned the filing. Let me read you a portion of it because um, it is very fascinating. They say that Binance's reliance on a maze of corporate entities to operate the Binance platform is deliberate. It is designed to obscure the ownership control and location of the Binance platform. Guys, it adds Dow, that's CZ, the CEO of Binance, answers to no one but himself. Certainly doesn't answer to the U.S. regulators because Binance isn't located here. The U.S. operations makes up a very small portion of its business. Shares of Coinbase are down almost 10 percent on this right now. I'm a little surprised given the fact that it sounds like from what you're saying that is that is a name that could actually potentially and I realize it's a broader crackdown happening, but could potentially benefit in this scenario. I'm with you on that. You would think that that Coinbase would benefit if Binance's business here in the U.S., even if it's operating through VPNs, would be hit. We know that they've been engaged in sort of a race to the bottom when it comes to fees. But there was an interesting part of this as well. The lawsuit calls Bitcoin and Ether commodities. Bitcoin, of course, has been defined as a commodity for a long time by both the SEC and the CFTC. But there's been a little bit more discrepancy when it comes to Ether. Gary Gensler, the chair of the SEC, has argued that Every cryptocurrency other than Bitcoin falls under securities law. So the CFTC saying that it's Ether is now also a commodity that could be affecting sort of Bitcoin, Ether, cryptocurrency prices altogether. And maybe that's why you're seeing um, Coinbase suffer as well, because Ether does make up, you know, a relatively large proportion of its trading. When you look at the Binance coin, it's kind of interesting because it's not falling as much as Bitcoin or Ether or even Coinbase. See, it's down actually just 4% and it was down even more. And I think, guys, that just speaks to the idea that Binance's business, most of it is international. This is going to affect a much smaller portion. And it still is by far the largest exchange in the world. And even though it doesn't make its finances publicly available, you can imagine it's a lot more profitable because it does allow its users to do more things like trade derivatives easily. It's time for Tech Check, and we've got a bunch of tech to check with Dear Jabosa today, starting with Twitter, where Elon Musk is claiming to have lost more than $20 billion already on his investment, but users may be losing something even more valuable, that blue check mark. Deirdre, let's start there, and is this the way he's going to try to jumpstart the valuation growth to $250 billion that he's kind of promised? <laughs> That's right. That says uh, where he says where Twitter could be in a few years from now. Of course, its latest valuation, $20 billion. So far cry from that. In terms of that blue check mark, it's the legacy blue check mark, right? It's you and I, organizations, people who got that check mark for free. 
and this is sort of indicative of where he's trying to turn the platform. It's not for us really anymore. It's for mainstream users. I was listening to a recent interview, guys, from Mr. Beast. This is the influencer creator that has 140 million subscribers on YouTube, 20 million followers on TikTok. He was saying that he actually likes the blue check mark that you can pay for it because that means his comments, he can sift through them. People who are going to pay for that check mark are more likely to leave substantial comments, i.e. not be a bot. So I understand what he's trying to do here. But again, as you said, Kelly, $250 billion, eventually that is a steep price for Twitter, steep valuation, especially considering where the rest of social media is, like a snap at an $18.5 billion valuation with many more daily active and monthly active users. Deirdre, what's your backup blue blue check plan? What are we all, what are we, what, what are you going to do? What are we supposed to do? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> what are you going to do? I don't know. I just thought it today. I logged in and it said it's going away. I'm not sure. Do, am I supposed to care? Does it, is, is it a problem? I, I, I don't know if we're supposed to care, but I don't. Sorry to say. Yeah. All right. I guess I would say that the whole problem goes away if you're not on Twitter, which I'm not. (laughs) Tyler's going to be right in the end. I'm not worried about this. Let's move on to AI, which is a topic du jour. Uh, Reports out that Microsoft is concerned that other uh, search engine providers like Yahoo and DuckDuckGo might be using Bing search results to aid in creating or uh, fortifying their own chatbots. Explain this. Okay, so this has to do with search engines, which is essentially a map of the internet that you can scan in real time. So obviously it's Bing and it's Google that have access to these, that run these. And some of the smaller chatbots, like the ones you mentioned, DuckDuckGo, Yahoo, um, U.com, they use those search engines. Now, Google has more restrictions, so it's harder for them to do so. So then they go to Bing, Microsoft. Now Microsoft is saying, hold on a second. We don't want to let all of our competitors have a leg up, even if they are much smaller. So they're saying that it's going to be against the rules for them to do so. And I guess the bottom line here, guys, is that the AI race for, for search, it's on. It's on. We knew this. And we know that Microsoft wants to make Google dance, so they're going to be protective of what they have and what they're going to let others use, even their own customers. All right. Finally, we have to mention, Deirdre, this interesting kind of like sentiment undercurrent that's going on with TikTok, because after the CEO was on Capitol Hill and everyone said, you know, it was a terrible hearing for him and everyone piled on, it's obviously going to be banned. Mm -hmm. On TikTok itself, there's this kind of raft of people who are coming out in support of him, U.S. users. I mean, and they, they kind of imply that he's getting a bad deal and that, you know, Congress is out of touch. Yeah. And I'm curious what that will mean for the actual potential crackdown of TikTok. I mean, this should have been evident before the hearing even started. And I think what's surprising is that there weren't some lawmakers who wanted to go out and be on the side of Shochu because, you know, obviously it is this huge phenomenon among a younger generation that is going to be voting in the next election. So there was a lot of influencers, a lot of supporters. Someone here even, I won't say who, <laughs> said that their friend group was saying that, you know, he's he's kind of the celebrity now. People were talking about how charismatic, you're looking at him right now, that Shochu is this, you know, this guy who's been able to defend TikTok not very well. But of course, that goes back to the product and that the younger generation still loves it. The theory is maybe for Democrats in particular, Deirdre, because the young voters are more of their base, that maybe they'll be uh, have a softer touch here. Yeah. I don't know. And you've seen a few come out and, and say that, you know, it doesn't make sense or they're walking back a little bit or adding a little bit more nuance. Hmm. All right. Deirdre, thank you so much. We appreciate it today. From a flat tire in the city to a dead battery on a distant drive, AAA is partnering with T-Mobile for Business to accelerate response times and get more drivers back on the road fast. 
Our nationwide connectivity powers location telematics, so AAA's fleet can find stranded drivers quickly while being fully equipped with the in-vehicle tools to have answers when they get there. This is elevating the member experience. This is AAA with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now.